I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to this edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. How are you today, Glenn? Hey, fantastic. Good to be with you, Kerry. You know, this is such an exciting time when we get the opportunity to sit down and, and really take a look at God's Word in the Kingdom Living series. And, you know, for folks, if you don't know Glenn, uh, Glenn is the CEO of his own company, G.A. Reppel and Company Financial uh, you're, you, you know, you really built quite a company on the financial side of things. And, and I love when you tell the story about how you came to Christ because through, through being discipled in the marketplace. And so through all of that, over all these years, you began a thing called um, the REPL Minute in 2006. And you've been faithfully publishing that every single weekday morning to give uh, folks encouragement, biblical motivational encouragement. Uh, to see who they are. And kind of through all that process, Glenn, uh, I remember the Lord laid it on you to put this uh, book together called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And we talk about that book an awful lot uh, because it then kind of from there kind of springboarded into now the Kingdom Living podcast because, you know, both within your company, but then on the ministry side, uh, we often use this slogan, reach your purpose. And kingdom living is really about doing that, right? It's about reaching uh, the heights that God has created for you. And I know last week, last edition that we did of the Kingdom Living podcast, we talked about a title called Victory Now. And Glenn, so many of these uh, teachings are really designed, they're not for the sweet by and by, they are designed to, to impact, implement, and 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 shift things into high gear right now, Glenn. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. You know, and and again, um, when when I came to Christ and was actually discipled in business, um, it was this word agape that we're uh -huh. going to be talking about today. That that I heard that voice that that and again, I grew up in the church. I grew up in the church, but then. Uh, when 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 I heard that I'm not loved, uh, God spoke to me and says, "Oh, I love you." In in the Word, I knew enough that that God's love was an agape love, not an eros love, or are not a filial love. And so we'll talk about that today. That that His love is so much greater than anything, and and that is that victorious living that we talked about last week. That is so so much greater than everything. You know, Glenn, we were talking before we started the podcast because I was telling you I remember uh, days of being sort of a, a a new, just with a passion for things of of, of God and of Christ, and uh, I heard a lot of seasoned. I would call them seasoned Christians, people who had really been following the Lord for quite a while. They, they would talk about agape love. And I remember thinking to myself, I, I kind of get it, but I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my arms around it. Because Glenn, when you teach, you know, one of the teachings, and if you're new to this, I want to encourage you to go back and find this. Glenn does a lot of teaching on what uh, we talk about as green line living versus red line living. And red line representing kind of the world system, which is what's in it for me. How do I, it's dog eat dog. I have to, you know, there's going to be a winner. There's going to be a loser. There's all these kind of things that play out on the red line living. And it has nothing to do with the green line living, which is how, how uh, God set up for us to be forever. And so, um, you know, that, that teaching is so important. And I was thinking, as you were talking about that, we're going to teach about the revelation of agape today. 
I thought this is really going to have so much meaning uh, to be able to help people move their way through that and get a real understanding. And I think, Glenn, in particular, uh, people who may have uh, been, been maybe misused in a way uh, where the word love has been involved. Sometimes, you know, people don't have a great situation with their parents, or sometimes they can refer to a situation that was kind of a domestic situation or things like that. And what we're talking about is a whole different kind of love. And that's why I think today's teaching is so important. Well, that's good. It is. I love ice cream. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, use a, we use the word uh, a lot of different ways. So let's, let's look at this. And here's some questions uh, that, that I always like to ask. Uh, what never fails? What never fails? What kills cancer and heals heart disease? And there is nothing greater or more powerful. So what is this? What never fails? And again, for example, we had some computer issues this morning. Our computers didn't come. They failed. Uh, you know, the internet fails. Uh, things break. But what never breaks? What never fails? And what kills cancer? What can heal heart disease? And there's nothing greater or more powerful than this. So we're going to be talking about what is this? What is this? So we're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher on the anti-agape, because we're going to be talking about agape here today, because that is God's, that is God's that is God's divine nature. God's divine nature is agape. And again, the word agape that we're going to be learning about is God's kind of love. It's God's love. It's a divine, it's a divine nature because God is love. And we've been made in his image and likeness. So we need to understand this. We're going to be taking scriptures <clears throat> and looking at the scriptures from a, a different light now, because we need to see all the way through scriptures that the scriptures are about his love, because we have a definition of love, uh, but in Greek, Greek uses many, many words to describe love, and the highest love is agape, that's God's love. We have a philia love, which is a friendship love. We have an eros love, which is uh, a, a sex type of love, a lustful type of love. And there's many other definitions that the Greek use for love. We in, 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 the, in America speaking English, we have one and that's called love. So we have to understand what love is. So uh, before we can do this uh, and we're gonna get into is we have to define what love is not. The anti-agape. <laughs> and God's divine nature of agape. And these are scriptures that, that tie into what Carrie was talking about, the green line, red lines. So in Colossians 1 verse, verse 13, he rescued us from the dominion of darkness, the anti-agape, the sense-ruled world dominated by the law of performance, and relocated us into the kingdom where the son, where the love, where the agape of his son rules. So agape rules. And then we see in Romans 8, 37, we're going to get into this scripture too, because this is so meaningful. We talked about this in the last session, and, and this just really has impacted my life. Uh, yet, yet even in the midst of all these things, that's all these circumstances, all these problems we have, 
we, Carrie, you and I, we triumph over them all for God has made us to be more than conquerors and has demonstrated agape, his love is our glorious victory over everything. So we're going to be, we're going to be talking and, and, and looking at these scriptures. So let's, let's look at agape. See, in, in agape is so much higher than everything. It's higher than everything because what we use the word love and, and it describes ice cream. I love ice cream. I, I love sports. I, you know, I love my wife, you know, and these are, these are words that describe a type of love, but God's love for mankind is unlimited. And guess what? It never fails. It never, ever, ever fails. And we're, we're going to see that his love. Uh, is is what we're what we're what we're talking about. So, and as we always do, I've kind of changed up this schematic, Carrie, just a little here. Is is that uh, I is that we talk about the three greatest historical events, and even the fourth greatest one is the three greatest historical events is creation. God spoke everything into existence, heaven and earth, and and He made man us in his image and likeness. And we're made like him as spirit beings. And he needed a, a, a soul and a body to rule and reign here on earth. So he created us and he breathed life into mankind. And he said, there's really two trees. There's two trees uh, in this garden here. Uh, and, and there's the tree of life. Uh, and again, I, I'm defining this, I am like God. I am like God's love. And you'll notice at the top here, with, I, I always title this the kingdom of God. Well, it's the, or the kingdom of heaven. It's the kingdom of agape. It's the love that rules and reigns through mankind and through God. He, that is the bright light. He is light and he's shining through his love to mankind. And so with creation... And then we came into Adam and Eve, and they decided to eat not of the tree of life, but the tree of good and evil, which leads to death. And we're going to be talking about this a little more. So, and so that's when we call it the fall. And we're born into the fall. We're born into the kingdom of darkness. We're born into that, that rebellious disobedience uh, that, that, that Adam and Eve have. And that's when death, sickness, and disease started. Death was not God's intended plan uh, for mankind. And then by God's agape love, he redeemed us. He recreated us uh, through his love through Jesus Christ. And he, he redeemed us and, and, and he left us. Uh, with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And the fourth greatest uh, event is life is when, we, when we're born again, the Holy Spirit comes in, but when we're baptized in the Spirit, we ask for all that God has for us through His Spirit. And one of the things the Lord is showing me about the word agape and about love, it's a progressive word. There's revelation. I want you to hear that. Is, is, is as we learn, as the Holy Spirit's able to reveal, because this is not revealed, this red line, if, if we're living at the red line, and we need to understand what red line living is, and I'm going to show that in a, in a couple of more slides here, but when we're living in the red line, we, we can't understand 
and, and the revelation of God's love, his agape love. We, we can't grasp that. It takes the Holy Spirit to really reveal this progressive, growing love that he has for us. And the Holy Spirit shows that for us because as he's transforming our lives, we're able to love the way he has loved us. We're going to see the scriptures uh, that relate to this. So one of the scriptures that we need to understand too is what, what, what the world is. And we talked about this in the last session and somebody that uh, had listened to the teaching uh, that, that I taught, he says, hey, this was really good because it helped me understand the world. And this is in 1 John 4, 4 in the Passion Translation. It talks about little children. You can be certain that you belong to God and have conquered, conquered them. For the one who is living in you is far greater than the one who's living in the world. So what's living in us as children of God <clears throat> is his love. His love is living inside of us. So <clears throat> the footnote here is defining now what the world is. What is the world? And, and we're going to see that it's the culture of the world is an antichrist who denied that Jesus is the Lord and Savior and the Messiah. That's, we're, that's what the world is. It's an anti-agape. It's an anti-love. It's the love of the world and the love of man and the love of things. And, it is, and it's the selfish love, but God's love is not selfish because he gave him, himself in the form of, of, of Jesus, the Messiah to redeem all mankind, to be into relationship with him. So, so the Antichrist is the one that denies Jesus as a Christ, and that is the devil. We have carrying the word of God, the Holy Spirit, the favor of God, and Jesus Christ within, uh, within us is more than enough the power to overcome the evil in this world. John uses the word cosmos more than any other uh, New Testament writer, 104 times, to convey the concept. The concept of this is the world system or the world order, the antichrist order, uh, and, that, and that's the culture of this world. So it's important that, that we know what love is not. And so this is what we talked about a little last time too, is what love is not, is that it's the dominion of darkness, is, is the sin consciousness of guilt, shame, and condemnation, is the world culture of sickness, disease, and death. And so agape is not these things. Agape is not these things. So he rescued us out of the dominion of darkness, the sense world, a ruled world and dominated by the law of performance. We got to earn our way to God and relocated us into the kingdom of the, the love of his son, where the son of love rules, which is, which is the lordship of God through Jesus Christ. So love is not, uh, is, is, is not fearful. Love is not, does not worry, does not, it's, it's, uh, uh, see, these are the things that, that the world has, that values, in, and if we're carrying this heaviness, the anxiety, the insecurity, the hopelessness, the loneliness, despair, in, uh, in, in inferiority complex, insecurity, lack, and, and not being loved, we're not good enough. This is doubting God's love. This is what agape is not. This is the definition of the culture, so we got to understand the attack that's coming on us. 
We're saved, but we're not ex necessarily experiencing through the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We have to understand, because I know when I came to Christ and I heard the voice uh, of and, I, and that agape, I go, wow, that's different. That's different than anything that I was familiar with. And so, boy, when that voice comes in, you want more. And so with that, uh, here's, here's tying these together, uh, the, the tree, the tree of good and evil, the tree of death. And, 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 and we've got at the top, I am like God agape, and I am not like God agape. So we have on the right side here is, is what love is. And, and again, in 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is truthful. These are the roots of, of the tree uh, flowing flowing out of us. The, God's love is truthful, is trust, protects, hopes, and perseveres. And, and what love is not, it's not angry, rude, envy, prideful, selfish, unforgiving, boastful. It delights in evil. And, and again, and it bears fruit. Both trees bear fruit. And, 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 and the fruit of the, the tree of death is, is, is when it's really filled with a lot of pride. It's filled with uh, fear and death and shame and unworthy and lack and guilt. And, and that was the tree of not agape, not God's love, but the tree of I am is expressing God's divine love as his children. The light shines through us of a joy and a peace and a patience and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self -care. So no matter what the circumstance is, we're, ex we're experiencing victory. We're going to see this uh, like we taught last week, we're going to see that we're, we're more, than, more than overcome all these things. And again, it, is that this is victory when we experience his love. Cancer cannot be in us. We know that, 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 that God's agape love is inside. How much he loves us. Guess what? The enemy has to flee. He flees. He can't take that. That light shines on the darkness of sickness and disease and cancer and shame and guilt, and it removes those things. And so here's the scripture in John 15, verses 5 through 10 in the, in the Amplified Classic. I am the vine. This is Jesus. You are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in him, and I in him does what? We bear much abundant fruit. We abundant love is shining through us. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. We're like the tree of death over there versus the tree of life. If a person does not dwell in me, he's thrown out like a broken off branch and withers. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire and they're burned. If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words, the word, the word of God is Jesus. It's his love. My words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts. Ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. Here we go. When you bear and produce much fruit, my father is honored and glorified. So when we understand and grasp the love that God has for us, it's honoring and glorifying him and show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. I have loved you. This, this is so important. I have loved you. Now, here it is. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. This is Jesus speaking here. 
We got to look at the just as. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. So the same love that God has for Jesus is the same love that he has for us. Just as, just as, abide in my love, continue in his love with me. If you keep my commands, if you continue to obey my instructions, you will abide in my agape and live on in it. Just as I have obeyed my father's commands and live on in his agape, that love that the father has for us as sons and daughters and as children. It's the same love. Just as the father loved Jesus, God loves us. And we need to understand that triune God is living inside of us. And this is a scripture that's really become close to me recently here. And, and, it, and, it, and it's important because this again is speaking of love, but we don't necessarily see it there, is the agape love. Is, and this is Jesus speaking in, in John 6, verses 47 to, to 51. I speak, this Jesus speaking to you. I'm speaking, he's speaking to you, living truth. And he's saying, Carrie Glenn, unite your heart, your heart to me and believe, and you're going to experience agape. <laughs> you're going to experience agape, eternal life. You're going to experience, this is an experience when you hear that voice of the word, when you hear that word, and now Jesus is speaking, I am the true agape, I am the true bread of life. I am your sustainer, I'm your creator. Your ancestors ate man in the desert, and what happened to them? They died. But standing here, Jesus standing here before you is the true bread, the true life, the true agape that comes out of heaven. And when you eat and feed on this bread, you will never die. When we receive his love, it changes our life. It brings healing, restoration to us. I alone am this living bread that has come to you from heaven. Eat this agape. Eat this bread and you'll live forever. And again, what it, uh, this living bread I give you is my body, which will, I will offer as a sacrifice so that you may live. See, that's the agape love. He gave his life so that we can live. It's a sacrificial love. It's not a quid pro love. I'll love you if you give me back something here. That's man's type of love. We're talking about God's love, unconditional love. And, and what I like in this scripture here is at the top is you're going to experience, you're going to experience God's love, eternal life. And that's the part that I think is so important is to experience. We know we've heard that voice and, and know uh, God speaking to us the whole, through the Holy Spirit. Now, this scripture ties in so much of what we've been learning. And again, this is the revelation, the progressive revelation of knowing God's love in our lives. And this, tie, this is going to tie together is, and it's so important because this ties the word of God together in everything. Christ's resurrection, that's Christ's resurrection is, Carrie, yours and my resurrection too. 
And this is why we're to yearn for that progressive, all that's a, a, above, that revelation of, of his love. We're to yearn for more, for that's where Christ, we're yearning for, for Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. So we're yearning for all that revelation. Yes, feast, feast on his word, on his love, and all the treasures of the heavenly realm, and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. Because what we're doing is we're filling our thoughts with that red line living, with those, with the culture uh, of, of the tree, of the tree of death. And what's that doing to our soul and our mind and our will and our emotions? Is is it's just eating away with our anger, bitterness, and 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 fill our thoughts with God's love, his agape love through his son Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit revealing this progressive love that he has for us. We it, it keeps growing. Your cruci my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this culture, to this culture. And now your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. My true life is hidden away in the love, the agape love of Christ. And as now this is important, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. How are we really seeing him? Is he, is he an anti-agape or is he really agape? Is he really expressing the love as we see God Christ for who uh, is seen for who he really is? Who we really are will also be revealed. So as we're understanding who Christ is, we're beginning to understand and it's revealing the agape love that the Father has for us. And we're becoming that agape love. And we end up loving others as Christ has loved us. For you are now, this is so important, you are now one with him in his glory. So we're one with him sitting in the heavenlies now uh, uh, enthroned with his arms of love around us. So that's really important that we, we grasp that. And then this scripture has been one that has just totally, totally transformed my life as I've understand this. And this has been a, cre a, a key scripture that's totally, because when we understand righteousness, we understand agape love. And, and this is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone is in agape, the new creation has come. The love of God has come in. The agape has come in. The old anti-agape is gone. The old nature is gone. The new is here. Wow. You getting this? And all this is from God. So God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, gave us the ministry of, the, of love, of agape. He's bringing that love. That's the love revolution. That's the love that he wants us to have in re, re, as we understand his, his agape love for mankind, for all of us. That God, this is God, was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins, they're rebellious, they're anti-Christ, anti-agape to them. Was it counting their sins against them? And he has committed to us this message, this love message, this agape uh, message 
of reconciliation. We are therefore, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. We're ambassadors from heaven to earth here as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him, this is the key part here. God has made him who knew no sin to be sin so that in him, we could become the love of God, the righteousness, the holiness of God in Christ Jesus. He took sin and gave us his righteousness, and that's the great exchange. And we can recognize that, that we don't have to perform to get to God. It's by God's agape love that he gave his life through Jesus Christ, who rose again, defeated Satan, and rose again and sits at the right hand with God. And so it's really important that we grasp this. We're in perfect union with, with Christ. And then what we see here, and this takes us uh, to, to where we're going, is, is that uh, in this scripture has really become real to me now. And this is one that we talked about last, last session. And I just wanna bring this up because I think it's so important that we meditate on these scriptures. We just don't read them. We meditate, we chew on it, we feast on, on God's word, because this is one that I've just been feasting on and eating and, and just bringing it in, in, into my own life, because uh, this is expre an expression of his agape love here, and the victory that we have over the culture. Yet even in the midst of all these things, all these things, all the problems, all the issues, all the cultural issues that are coming up, that red line living that wants to have us live in fear and sickness and disease and death and cancer. And, and he says, in all these things, in the midst, we triumph over them all. We triumph over them. For God, now look how God's made us. God has made us. He's made us to be more than conquerors. Now, here's the part that when I, I saw this, I go, wow. And it's his demonstrated agape is our glorious victory over how much? Everything. Let's just go back and get this. Because in, in in again, in a, in a live class that I was teaching, I had the students just repeat this. His demonstrated love is our glorious victory victory over everything. His demonstrated agape is my glorious victory over everything. Let's look, go back here. Yet even in the midst of all the situations, all the, the cultural things going on, we, Carrie, you and I, and everybody listening, we triumph over them all for God. God has made us to be more than conquerors and it's his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So here we go. So, so now I live with the confidence there's nothing, there's nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's agape love. There's nothing. I'm convinced that his agape will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, are dark rulers in the heavens. There's nothing, there's nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his agape. There's no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's 
passionate agape, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So let's look at who we are in our position. And this is important that we see. We've been crucified with Christ. We've been crucified. The agape is in us. And in, in Romans 6, 8, and if, if we've been co-crucified uh, with the anointed one, we know that we'll also share in the fullness of his life. And then in Galatians 2.20, down at the bottom here, my old identity of, of that anti-agape has been co-crucified with Christ and no longer lives. And now the essence of this new life of agape is no longer uh, is no the anti this new life is no longer mine for the anointed one lives his life through me that life of agape lives through me we live in union as one my new agape life is empowered by the faith of the son of God who agape loves me so much that he gave himself for me dispensing his life into mine oh wow when we can grasp how much God agapes us, he sent his son, he sent himself in human form to redeem all mankind. He, we are crucified. We died with Christ. And what we see is that we were buried with Christ. We've been buried with him into his death our baptism is into death, it also, which also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power and the power that raised him from, from death. So we were crucified with him. He defeated, he defeated the culture of the antichrist, the anti-love. He defeated sickness and death. He overcame all of those. And then he rose, he made alive, he rose. He, we're justified. We're justified. And justified means we've made, been made righteous. So we're justified, made righteous in his love. And this realm of death describes our former state. For we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return. For we are forever alive and forgiven of all our anti-agape. His agape loves us. We've been made alive in Christ Jesus. And we've been raised with him and co-seated. We're raised up with Christ and co-seated with him now, with his agape in us. And in Ephesians 2, verse 6, you see, raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection. That perfection is love his agape and authority in the heavenly realm. And we are what? Now, now co-seated as one with Christ. We are his love as so we have that agape love living inside of us. This is exciting stuff. So what we read now is, is in 1 John 4, uh, verses 7 through 10 in the Passion, because God is love. For those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another. Because God is love. Everyone who love, loves is fathered by God. Because understand, 
after with the fall, our father was the devil. <laughs> In that red line, we've been redeemed. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate, growing revelation, progressive knowledge of him. As Christ is seen for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. The one who doesn't love, doesn't agave, has not yet to know God. For God is agape. The light of God's agape shined within us, within us, when he sent his matchless son into the world so that, so that we might live through his agape. And here he describes love. This is love. And this, boy, when I got this a few years ago, it really began because that whole performance base of trying to get to God by performing, and this is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not Glenn or Carrie's love. It was his agape, not ours. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrifice, sacrificial offering to, to take away the culture, that sin culture, the culture of, of the red line. He took it away. He took it away, threw it away, never to come back. That old nature is gone. Delightfully loved ones, if we have is if he loved us with such tremendous agape, then loving one another should be our way of life. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness, the fullness of God's splendor, but 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 here it comes. If we love one another, that splendor, that love, that agape makes his permanent home in us, and we make our permanent home in him. There's this, and his love is brought to the fullness, the full expression in us. So when people see the love of God in us, they're seeing God within us. He's living in us, and he has given us his, his spirit, the Holy Spirit within us, so that we can have the assurance that, that he lives in us and that we live in him. This is powerful. So this happens because of the Holy Spirit and being filled with this Holy Spirit and seeking, seeking more and more of all that he has, that all the Father has for us. And he can give the assurance that he lives in us and we live in him. Moreover, we have, we have seen with our own eyes and can testify to the truth that Father God has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Those who give thanks that Jesus is the son of God live in God and God lives in them. So we have come, we have come into an intimate. So this is that experience, an intimate experience with God's love, his agape. We, we've come into an intimate experience with God's love, and we trust in the agape he has for us. And again, I've talked to other people, and, and again, is when they come to Christ, when they receive Christ, and, and it, it is that agape love. It's not man's love. It's not this quid pro quo. God is agape. 
God is love. Those who are living in the agape love are living in God and God lives in them. We experience that cancer cannot belong, sickness and disease, please, pain, whatever you're going, whatever the circumstance is, it's over again. We have victory over that we're going to be talking about. By living in God, love has been brought into full expression in us. And again, if you're going through whatever circumstance, take these scriptures, meditate on them, receive the progressive love, the revelation love God has for you. Love has been brought into its full expression in us, in his children, so that we may, may fearlessly face the judgment. And the judgment has happened. The judgment has happened because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. So all that Jesus is now, all that Jesus is, so are we in this world. Love never brings fear. For fear is always related to judgment or punishment. We've been judged. We've been judged. Jesus adjudicated us not guilty. But love's perfection, love's perfection drives out the culture, the anti, the anti-agape. Love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. So whoever, whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached loves agape's perfection whoa that's that red line our love for others is our grateful response to the agape god first demonstrated us so he's demonstrated his love to us and that's our victory cry that's our glorious victory that we have over everything anyone can say i love god yet have hatred toward another believer this makes him a phony, because if you don't love a brother or sister whom you can see, how can you truly love God whom you can't see? There's the Spirit. For he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also demonstrate love to others, as he has loved us, and his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything, so we can walk in that glorious victory. And again, a couple of more scriptures here. If you've really experienced the anointed one and heard his truth, it'll be seen in our demonstration of our agape life. We know that the ultimate rea reality is embodied in Jesus. And he has taught us uh, to let go of the lifestyle of this ancient, the, the ancient man, the old self, the culture that we've brought in, that red line living which was corrupted by sinful and deceitful desires that spring from delusions. And again, that's why we're seeking all that is above. Now it's time to be, to be made new by, here it is, by every revelation. It's time to be made new by that progressive revelation of understanding God's agape for us that's been given to, it's been given to us. It's sitting on a platter. It's for us to receive and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within you, within us, as your new life and a new life in union with him. For God has recreated us. He has recreated us for all over again in his perfect righteousness, his perfect agape. 
and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. Holiness, not because of any performance or anything we've done, it's the holiness that was brought in the great exchange. Our sin for his righteousness, our sin for his holiness, our sin for his agape love that we receive. It's his love. We are sons of God. He wants us. He, he loves us so much that he sent his only son to redeem us into his love. So our faith, our faith in Jesus transfers, transfer, uh, transfers God's love, his righteousness to us. And he now declares us flawless. Now think about it, in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting love, agape, peace with God, all because what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, the Messiah has done for us. It's over, it's finished. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us perfect, perfect, perfect agape relationship with God. What is incredible joy burst forth within us as we keep on celebrating, look at it, as we keep on celebrating our hope, and this is the experiencing, God's glory. We're experiencing mm -hmm. his glory, his agape love just flowing through us. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop us patient endurance and patient endurance will refine our character and proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we now experience the endless agape love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Oh, these scriptures are, are alive. They're so good. And, and what we have then is everyone, now this is important that we, we start seeing this triumph that we talked about in our last, our, our last call. Everyone who believes in Jesus, everyone who believes in Jesus is the Messiah, is God's spiritual child, has, has been fathered by God himself. And everyone who loves Father God loves his children as well. This is how we can be sure that we love the, the children of God, by having a passionate agape for God and by obedience to his commands. Because the true love of God means obeying his command of love. And his commands don't weigh us down as heavy burdens. You see, you see every child of God overcomes the world. Remember the world, that red line, the culture of this world of fear and doubt and worry and that anti-agape. Uh, God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the world conquerors? Those that are defeating its power, the power, the power of the world. Those who believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Those are the ones that defeat. And so the question here, as, as we go through this, is, is, is the question is, is what never fails? What never fails? What kills cancer and heals heart disease? And there is nothing greater or more powerful. And what is that? That's God's agape love for each one of us. 
as we receive and understand and we progressively know and understand his love, we just enter into his presence and understanding of how much heaven is open now. He wants us to receive all he has. He wants us to sit on the throne with him and receive his love, his agape love. Agape is different than the love of this world. Wow, Glenn. You know, as, as you're going through that, um, you know, I think that's the thing that's so important to grasp in the whole kingdom living way of thinking is that what we're really trying to get after is seeing us through the eyes of God. And the, the eyes of God are filled with agape love for us when we uh, accept his plan for us living on the green line through uh, the sacrifice of Lord Jesus and so uh, and his resurrection. And so when we accept that, we move ourselves into the whole kingdom living. And Glenn, like you say, you know, it's not really, it's not that this is an opinion show. This is just, we're just, you know, you're just quoting scripture straight out of the Bible. Yeah, and, and that's important is, is that as I'm speaking the word, uh, it's important that people really meditate, that they, they take these scriptures, look them up, look at different translations, different versions, and just ask the questions. What's this mean? What's this, what's this about? And again, and again, we're dealing with the Greek word agape here, because we've been indoctrinated with the English language of love. And what, so, so when we hear the word love, it automatically puts our mind and our brain in a certain way, but we have to understand agape is God's love. He loves us unconditionally. We can grasp that it just really radically changes our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and it impacts our body. It impacts everything. There's healing in that. And as, 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 as his demonstrated love for us, that vic victory, that glorious victory is over everything. And, and we just can receive it so, so much. And that's what we want for everybody. That's what he wants. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, and that's, and that's one of the things that's one of the key tenets on the whole Kingdom Living uh, podcast and the whole series. And Glenn, if you think about it, actually goes, reaches all the way back through the DNA of the REPL Minute is trying to see that God was reaching for us even before we understood that that uh, that we needed God, you know. It's and that's what makes all of this so powerful. And as you appropriate this and understand that and incorporate this into your lives, it just moves you truly into into kingdom living, Glenn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And one of the things we can just close with here, Carrie, is is one of the things that just speak this over over oh, the, the people watching and listening is is just declaring the believer's legal rights uh, that we have. And it's so important that we understand our identity because that's been one of the messages we, we keep on, on is we have victory over the culture of this world, the anti-agape culture that's a, the anti-Christ. He's been defeated by the blood of Jesus. We have to understand our identity of really who we are. Uh, and, and, and as we... we uh, uh, declare these legal rights here and just speak these. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly. How? Because of his agape. 
I have been recreated into God's image, that agape, in likeness of his agape. I manifest his agape and experience heaven on earth now with agape righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit living in me, that expression of his agape. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is his righteous, his robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use his name. The name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom. We have that authority now. And we have through the Holy Spirit living in, in us the resurrection power, that power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. That's the love of Christ living inside of us. You know, Glenn, that's why uh, one of the things that we do in the Kingdom Living series is we make this uh, believer's declaration of legal rights available as a downloadable PDF. And if you'll see on the screen, there's a link that you can just uh, access. And Glenn, I think it's important that people uh, get a hold of that. Uh, you can download the PDF, maybe print it out, tack it near maybe your place of work or your uh, where, you, where you do your Bible study or even put it on your refrigerator, but walk past it and read those things out loud. It's plenty. It's like at the, uh, I was thinking as you were talking about it, it's kind of like what you did in the, uh, in your book, Fraud, because at the back, there's a whole series uh, of I am's, and this is who I am in Christ, and this is an important uh, part of all of this, uh, living in agape love, and so uh, I want to invite you to be sure to uh, access Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. It's repelminute.com, and Glenn, while, uh, while I'm mentioning the website, I also want to talk about some of the resources, so you may have heard us talking a little bit about uh, some of the previous uh, editions of Kingdom Living. Um, the one that we were just talking about, Victory Now, uh, there's some really good teachings in here that will help you fulfill uh, who God has called you to be. There's one that's uh, a couple episodes back called New Citizenship, The Spirit of I Am, uh, and there are so many good teachings. I think, Glenn, we're actually up to number, teach this is number 76 or 77, on the Kingdom Living podcast. And so uh, it really is a nice thing to be able to go back, access these different messages, and you can do that absolutely free of charge at therepelminute.com. And not only that, uh, the thing that we open up the show talking about, Glenn's uh, daily Monday through Friday, a biblical inspiration piece, The Morning Minute, that is also available uh, for you to download free of charge and to access on a daily basis at repelminute.com. In fact, if you want to leave your uh, email address, we'll pop it directly into your email box every day so you can kind of begin the day with Kingdom Living. And there's also uh, links so that you can get your own personal copy of the book Fraud. And here again, uh, it's a it's an easy to digest book. It's uh, 40 bite-sized chapters. It makes actually a nice Bible study program for 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 you and some of your uh, for some of your colleagues uh, or family members or people that you like to Bible study with, and so all these resources are available at therepelminute.com. So be sure you uh, check that out. And Glenn, as we always do at the end of the show, um, you know we were just looking at some numbers before the show, and and it's so it's so nice to see people really getting engaged with. Um, the word of the Lord, because 
as they go through that, what we're seeing audience-wise, uh, as this message really reaches globally, Glenn, we were talking about this, that just to, literally in the past 28 days, Facebook is reporting, you know, just on the Facebook platform alone, um, getting really close to half a million uh, people who are reached by this message over that period of time. And um, I think it just serves to show that there is a real hunger for the things of God. And it's a, it's a hunger that only uh, the word of God can, can, can supply or fulfill, Glenn. It, it really is. Uh, I, I, and I know when, when I heard that voice of God, one of the things I did, I got into religion. Because I thought, oh, that's where that's where I can go. And, and so a part of what happens, we've got to get that religion out of us. And 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 that that could be down there in that performance-based red line that we, we're not good enough and all this stuff. And and because that could be the teaching. But but it was so refreshing just yesterday. I was talking to a man, a strong Christian. He says, I've not heard these things. And and it was really the victory. And I was giving some of the scriptures on some of the PowerPoints that we've been teaching on, which is really just script. It's scriptures, not just scriptures. These are live scriptures. And just be able to read them and speak those over the people. It just it says, wow, this this is great stuff. And and again, so uh, the word of God is alive. It's active, and it, it does change lives. It brings healing. And so so uh, and and again, in an encouragement to those watching, listening, do the same thing. Take the scriptures, send them out to people, uh, particularly if you, if you have meditated on it and you know that this is something that's being taught to you because I, I, what, what the Lord's showing me is, is, is more and more and more. I want more and we want more in our own lives. He wanted, and as Christ is seen for who he is, who I really am will also be revealed. So part of the, what an honor it is to just be doing these teachings that understand I get more out of this than anybody. And so it is just really a, a great uh, honor to be here teaching. We, we appreciate it. Now, Glenn, what a great teaching. So I would love to ask you to pray for everybody within the sound of our voices. And again, if, you, if this has had meaning for you, please like and share this with, uh, with those around you and let it be a blessing for them too. You know, it's just God's word. There's nothing more important than that, Glenn. <laughs> it, it is. It is powerful. And that's why... If we can grasp his agape love and just understand what that means. And Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, our King. And Father, we just thank you. We just thank you that your word does not return void. It pe penetrates hearts and marrow and just, just, just softens that heart. And Father, just your love, your love is never, 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 ever fails. And Father, we know your love, your agape brings healing and restoration to relationships, to our bodies, to our emotions, to everything. And we just thank you. We just thank you. Thank you that we have this opportunity to share your agape to the world, to the nations. And Father, we just thank you for what you're doing in everybody's life. Just your light, your light is shining bright. It's shining bright. We just thank you. We praise you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Glenn. And thank you, viewer, for joining us on this edition of Kingdom Living. We'll see you again very soon. God bless you.